0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Y'all don't even know every day I'm living with stress. Got up out the streets, y'all think a nigga could rest. Can't even enjoy myself at a party unless I'm on the dance floor. Hot ass vest. You think I'm freaking these chicks, right? I try not to brush up against their chest. You get a lawsuit for shit like that. I feel trapped swear to everything when i leave this earth it's gonna be on both feet never knees in the dirt you could try me fuck up, but when i squeeze it hurts fine we'll lose two lives yours and mine hey welcome to the black Altest test podcast your host rod and karen and uh we're in the house for the last day of the week wednesday mm-hmm. very busy wednesday for me uh still got to send my stuff in for a black show uh, you know, my, my, the TV show that I'm on. Um, and then, uh, also, I was on, uh, Agents of Shield cast, uh, right arguing, before this. arguing every single point I could about how good the finale was. Mm. Um, mm. and, uh, for all the true fans out there to have a good time watching the show, trying to represent.
2: I had a wonderful time last night.
1: Yeah. I'm a little drained, but, uh, I'm still here, still standing. Um, you can find this show, The Blackout Tips at TheBlackoutTips.com. On iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, just search the Blackout Tips. Uh, while you're there, you can do cool stuff like leave comments on the show, vote in the polls, uh, leave comments on your votes in the polls. You know, mm-hmm. Leave us a five-star review if you have some time. On iTunes, Stitcher Radio, it doesn't matter how long it is or what you have to say about mm-hmm. the show. Five-star reviews are are excellent. We appreciate everybody that does that. We do. Um, you can also email us, theblackouttips at com and leave us voicemails throughout the week. And we answer all those on our feedback show. The voicemail number is 704-557-0186. The official weapon of the show is? The taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is brought to you by? Mm-hmm. Fellas. And wine glass women. I know it's so. Are you uh, thinking about shaking things up in that bedroom? Mm-hmm, with a side of Moscato. You've been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any item in stock. And that's not all. In addition to your 50% off, You can also get three free adult DVDs, plus a free extra gift that's too central to tell you about, and free shipping. That's a lot. Okay, guys? Yes, it is. That is a ton of shit. Do it. uh, You know, maybe you can get something that, um, you know, buy your condoms in bulk. Maybe you want to buy some lubrication. Maybe you want to buy a toy. Uh, maybe you just want to buy some DVDs. You want to see the Me sex tape, but you don't want to pay full price. I understand. Mm-hmm. You don't know where to download those kinds of things. I understand it can be difficult. Because I don't. Well, you just go to adamandine.com and get a half off and then get a bunch of free shit. Um, so all you got to do to do this is go to the checkout. Uh, and when the, they have the offer box, just put in the code TBGWT for the offer code. And you get their 50% off three free DVDs extra gift, and free shipping. Just put in the code TBGWT at
2: adamandeve.com. Yep, and you can use it as many times as you want to. There's no limit. So you feel like ordering this week, order again next week, keep using that code, y'all. Thank you for everybody that has used that code in the past, you know, shipping them gifts for yourself. You know you know who the freaks are in your life. We thank you very much. Mm-hmm.
1: The other day on Twitter, I saw some people getting, um, like, you know that Bring Back Our Girls campaign? Mm-hmm. It's uh, really reached a new level. Like a lot of people have gotten involved, celebrities, taking pictures with the hashtag bring back our girls, pictures and and selfies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, Michelle Obama did one. Mm -hmm. And I saw people going, uh, like I saw someone going, oh, well, your husband is president. Why can't you do something about it? Rather than just taking a picture. That's all you're going to
2: do. This is happening in another country. We can't just go over there.
1: All I'm saying is this. Michelle Obama don't follow you. No. On Twitter, okay?
2: She has no idea who you are, baby.
1: Y'all y'all would never meet. Mm-mm. And if she did, by chance, happen to show up at your crib, you wouldn't do nothing but ask her "Did You want some high tea? Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, you dare wouldn't say that in her face. She got secret services around her. Mm-hmm. Even if she
1: didn't, she carried herself that regal. Yeah. Y'all wouldn't say a goddamn word. No, Stop being wouldn't. internet brave, internet bold. Stop requiring all these double standards of what the fuck somebody else need to do that you ain't doing. Come
2: on now, Uh,
1: I'm sick of it, man. Calm down. She's the president's wife, first lady of the United States. She don't care about your Twitter feed, man. Mm -mm. Um, so um, also on MSNBC the other day, I saw this headline that said LBJ and MLK, and I was thinking to myself, what does LeBron have to do with martin luther king now
2: <laughs> i was like it oh, lebron james according
1: uh, uh but it wasn't it was lyndon johnson okay which makes a whole lot more sense yeah yes it does <laughs> I was like, this Donald Sterling shit has really gotten out of control. LeBron yeah. is a black leader now. <laughs> I LeBron didn't know. James told me. and Martin Luther King. Nobody told me this. I
2: didn't know MLK played ball.
1: Yeah, I keep reading reports that he's gonna like boycott the NBA if, if they don't get rid of Sterling and shit. So I was like, oh, that's what it is. But no, no, Lyndon Johnson. That was just me being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Um I probably
2: would talk the same thing, so don't feel bad. I saw an advertiser for
1: a Samsung phone hmm where an asian dude uh was learning from a white man how to use a tablet okay and all i could think to myself is that's progress you know like cool. that's what progress looks like when we take roles and commercials and flip them yeah because you know every person that would have casted that would have probably picked the asian dude to explain technology to a white man yes that's the way it's been done on TV for decades. Why change it now? But in 2014, all of a sudden, a clueless Asian is looking at a tablet like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? And uh you said it before. I'm going to say it again. Uh Shout out to Alarm law force for the white uh burglars. Mm-hmm. We have changed that. Every time I see that commercial, there's always a white burglar. Yeah.
1: Now, Asian people can feel like I feel whenever I see the white burglar. Part of me is like, this is inauthentic. But part of me is like, good for us. Cause
2: we ain't the only one that break into shit.
1: Yeah, we don't gotta be the criminal this time, you mm-hmm. know. So I wonder if they felt some relief, even though it's a positive stereotype that Asians understand technology. I wonder if Asian people were like, Thank God. No more fucking, you know, oh look at the look at the Japanese dude with his camera. <laughs> yeah, You know, like this is a, one of those times where he's like, Man, how you work this tablet? And the white man's like, Let me show you Asian dude and the Asian dude's like, Thanks, cuz. It was I was very confused and I, I thought that was progress. Yes um also i was thinking about this man a lot of dudes i see on my twitter like they're complaining about these dates they're going out on now there's a lot of that shit happening like everybody's so entitled and spoiled on these dates and you know i saw one where a woman took a picture Mm -hmm. of herself and it was like an avatar picture and then there was another picture of her where it zoomed out and it showed her full body and it was like false advertising But when I looked at her, she wasn't even that big, like, and and nothing about her picture was misleading. Like, she looked like, if you looked at the top half of her, which was in her avatar, it completely matched the rest of her. Like, it wasn't no, like, huge, like, oh, my God, what? That's what was. it was like. Of course, be reasonable. How the fuck would her top body? She would look like a weird ass, like, you know. Uh, Muppet or something. If the bottom part of her didn't match the top part of her, right?
2: Yeah, and and for me, I think a lot of that it, being on the internet, uh, people are stupid on the internet. Most people are. A lot of people would like criticize that that when in reality she walked in, you would try to fuck her. So it's like uh, because you're on the internet and everybody's into that gang thing. Where hey, if everybody else joking, I'm a joke too. If everybody mm-hmm. else doing this, I'm doing. This. But at the end of the day most of y'all be joking on these women and all that stuff when at the end of the day if it was just you and her you try to holler at
1: her yeah and and the thing is like i'm sensitive i understand you know i I know people can be misled on the internet yes they can i always wonder who i'm catfishing you know who's looking looking at my pictures like "Mm, that's what i'm oh no you You, know
2: you catfishing all the time they come and and you tell them not to follow you and they still uh fall in love then get mad. But
1: um I do think there's something to be said for false advertising but True. I don't think it's the internet that you should be looking at for that. I think mm-hmm. real life has a lot of false advertising.
2: Yes it does. Like if you
1: ever go out uh, to a bar and you're trying to find some chicks and what do they tell you? Like, oh yeah, you gotta find a girl with a tramp stamp. You gotta find a girl with a tramp stamp. That's how you know what's up. Those girls are fun. But then you you take you get a girl with trans stamp. You spend all this money buying her drinks and shit, and then you get home to her house, and and she's like, um, hold on, come on in this room, and you walk in there, and she don't even have a fucking trampoline. What? Ah! <laughs> False advertising. Yes. I was I thought you was I thought we was gonna play some trampolines.
2: No, not no, that, not
1: that, not that. You just wanna have sex. No thanks, lady. <laughs> Not that type of kind of fun I was into tonight. Oh, look, what kind of fun was you talking about then, sir? She the one with the tramp stamp, Karen. Yes. Trampoline. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, What you expect
2: to go and expect her bed to be made out of a trampoline? Yes.
1: I I mean, it's tramp stamp. Trampoline stamp. Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. I don't I don't understand. Is that pussy a trampoline? I mean, what are your expectations here? I don't know, but I don't see Ah! any trampolines. I feel lied to. Uh, yes. And hey, you never see anybody posting about that. It's the secret shame, man. I feel like you should have known, I guess. Oh, Lord. Well, it's day three of Solange Gate. <laughs> Not day three. Or maybe we should call it Elevator Gate. Um, A lot of news coming out. A lot of stories. Yesterday we covered the, the, the theory of uh, Jay-Z didn't want to go to Rihanna's party with Solange and Beyonce.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So things went wrong. Now there's new theories out. Um, Uh first of all, Jay-Z and Solange allegedly, and I say allegedly, went jewelry shopping together, but no one has any record of this. There's no, uh, recording. There's no video. I mean, these are people that everywhere they go, there's pictures.
2: Hey, so Rich, the jury's still coming to their goddamn house.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, uh, And at a point like this, you know, everyone will be looking for these pictures, like, Everyone is going to be looking for them even more than they normally look for them because, hey, we want to see Jay-Z. And if he was with Solange, they would really be looking for him.
2: Yeah. We went to Jared. Shit, Jared comes to him mm-hmm. with all their jury.
1: So they decided, you know, to go jewelry shopping allegedly. And they were saying, like, oh, they um, they didn't talk. They, they only browsed for 10 minutes. They walked out. That was it. There's no video of this. No video. They interviewed the actual jewelry store owners. I forget the name of. It was like Mister something, some some tacky ass name. Um, like one of those names where you like, do white people even buy jewelry here? Is this like the nigga jewelry store? Yeah. <laughs> um, you got a code name. Mm-hmm. Mr. Flawless is the name of it. Mr. Flawless. Is the name it? of the jury store or the owner? The name of the, the jury store. Mr. Flawless sounds like a pimp.
2: I was like, who the hell going to go into yeah. a jury store named Mr. Flawless? Say, pretty bitch, bitch. You want to <laughs> buy some of these rings, bitch? I got put my name is Mr. Flawless, and my mm-hmm. jury is Flawless. These
1: rings ain't going to pay for itself, bitch. i going to say, mm-hmm. if, if we sparkle like, you, like mm-hmm. you suck, then I'll get you on the corner.
2: Mm-mm. I don't got money like them, and I wouldn't even go to Flawless jury store. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. uh, So yeah, the rumor was running rampant uh, that they went uh, uh, Jewish shopping. Naturally, such speculation got folks buzzing, seeing how the excursion supposedly happened after a surveillance video was released of Beyonce's younger sister allegedly attacking her brother-in-law. You
2: know, it's not real because if it was a real Jewish store, his name would be uh, like you have like a a Jewish name. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh. Well, on her on her show Wednesday, Wendy Williams said. She personally spoke to Mr. Flawless, the owner of the jewelry shop, in question. And he told her that the TMZ reporter of Solange and Jay-Z coming to his store was simply not true. I, I believe him. However, Floyd Mayweather Jr. did stop in that day. Ain't Ms. nobody talking about that, though. Mr. Flawless also told E! News, I have no idea where the story came from. I don't talk about clients, but they were not here. It's absolutely false. His associate added, we don't sell gossip. We sell watches. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Beyonce went on Instagram on Wednesday and posted four sweet, happy throwback pictures of herself with her with Solange.
2: Oh,, mm-hmm.
1: that's not like the type of thing she would do too. I remember yesterday they took down uh Solange took down all her pictures except one of her and beyonce and beyonce basically went't put up some pictures of them together um but uh yeah um the the elevator brawl occurred on May fifth at the Standard Hotel in New York City. Footage leaked on Monday. Um, we're all shocked and disappointed that there was a clear breach of our security system. Says the people um, responsible for the leak,
2: probably. Oh, you know, TMZ paid them. Mm-hmm. Somebody said with two hundred sixty thousand dollars well, or something. Getting into
1: that. Getting into that. There's more news. Cancel. Oh my bad. Solange Gate is never just one article. Oh, my. <laughs> they all own it. According to this one at the Hollywood Life um they think solange gate happened because uh she, solange is furious that jay-z broke his promise to help her career
2: well i don't think he could have did nothing to save it boo boo
1: here's some video uh, Hollywood hi guys life. this is holly buzz with bonnie
0: and chloe The entire world is talking about Solange Knowles and how she attacked Jay-Z in an elevator.
4: All right, guys, so in case you've been living under a rock, here's what's been going on. TMZ actually obtained the surveillance footage of Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Solange entering an elevator at the Standard Hotel in New York City after the Met Ball on May 5th. And you see Solange actually attacking Jay-Z kicking him, punching him. There's no audio, but the visuals are incredibly violent. And Beyonce and Jay-Z really just stand there calmly. They don't react at all. Then there are photos of them leaving the hotel. Again, Solange looks visibly upset, but everybody wants to know, what happened?
0: Well the thing is is that clearly Jay-Z was not comfortable being with Solange anymore and so they actually got into two separate cars. thing is, it doesn't look like this family feud is over. They could Mm -hmm. still be torn apart because Solange actually went into all of her social media and she deleted all of her Twitter photos of Beyonce except for one. So one fan actually commented, you forgot to delete this. Bonnie, although Solange seems very upset, It
4: appears that Beyonce and Jay-Z are doing just fine. Last night, they were sitting courtside at the Nets basketball game, and they were smiling and looked like a happy couple.
0: I thought it was very interesting. They made the point to go out together and to be seen after the video had been made public. Anyway, we've already found out that Jay Z is absolutely furious. Not surprised that this tape was leaked. He does not want to let this family fight tarnish his reputation, and he seemed, according to our source, protective actually of Solange. But he is out for blood, and he is going to find out who did this.
4: Now, Bonnie, the big question is why did this fight happen in the first place? Now we're hearing at hollywoodlife.com from a source very close to Beyoncé, Jay Z, and Solange that the reason that this happened is because Solange is totally sick of. the
1: way, every time I hear. Source close to G- Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Solange. I keep thinking Memphis Bleak.
4: Of course. The way that Jay-Z allegedly treats Beyonce that he's controlling and that Solange stands up for her sister and that she's not afraid of Jay-Z at all. But
0: the reason that Beyonce didn't come to Jay-Z's defense, according to this source, is because she actually felt like Solange was coming to her defense, and that she and Solange have always been extremely tight. Bonnie, so RadarOnline.com is claiming that Solange has an alleged drug
4: problem and that that might have played a role in this. Either way, we're looking at all of the options. In the meantime, guys, click here to subscribe for more information on this breaking minute by minute story. We have all the details at HollywoodLife.com, too. And also, sound off below and let us know, are you team Jay-Z or are you team Solange? Bye, guys. So we found out exclusively at HollywoodLife.com that Rihanna and Drake got into a huge fight on May 4th. Why?
1: Well, because Rihanna wanted Drake to drop everything. Alright, so, Karen, um, I guess this does beg the question, are you Team Jay-Z or Team Solange in this one? I, I, I didn't ask you earlier. And hey, you must pick one.
2: I'm Team That's a Terrible-Ass News article. Okay. Just played me.
1: Okay. so Making
2: up shit. We, we, we don't know. No sources. We think we make it up fairy tale shit. Uh, Why I'm, I gotta pick a team? It's terrible.
1: I'm just mad that that Memphis Bleak is running his mouth so much. Somebody run their mouth. You know it's Memphis Bleak. Memphis Bleak out there like I seen the whole thing. Uh, it's cause he won't help her career.
2: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where they make news no matter how big or how small it is. They make news, and the thing is, you see how. How hard they was combing and covering that video and and stuff like that, and people want to say that stupid shit. Talking, about he should have retaliated back. That that you think you think they going off about it now, and they are gonna be talking about this shit for a while. But they really would have been talking about this shit if he did like put any hands on her. hmm Um. Up update update breaking news. Oh shit! Oh, I said we got breaking news. Music like you were looking for it. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know. We have uh, I don't know. News alert. I don't know. Do they even have sounds for um? That's comedy ringtone, text alert, breaking news. What is this? Breaking news, you have a text. That that's terrible.
4: Breaking news, you have a Twitter alert.
1: Really?
2: Who put this on here? Who put this? Yes. Who put this? Why is this a thing on? Well, I can't just go breaking news. You put news alert. Why don't you just do breaking news? I did. I
1: just put break. I put, I just put news alert in here. Oh, oh. I I guess
2: breaking news. Yeah, cause uh, that did. You might get a better alert. It sounds
1: like entire songs and shit though. This I don't
2: is, need the whole song.
1: Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, Karen. I don't think. uh I Think we have any breaking news sound effects. I'm sorry. Um, no problem. There you go. Jesus Christ, that's regal as shit breaking news right now on <laughs> so solange gate the... yes we have an update right now a very special update beyonce just uploaded a photograph of herself with rihanna rihanna of course is her party is rumored to have started this entire affair so this is huge news after her she updated her pictures uh with four pictures of solange on instagram earlier today this is breaking news we'll be back with more breaking news as soon as the news breaks
2: This is your nightly news. So there you go. And <laughs> that's a nightly news report with Roderick. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh oh, uh oh, more breaking news. <laughs> uh oh. Breaking news as we get into day three of Solange Gate, no end scene in sight uh mtv news is now reporting that solange has deleted only the most recent photo of herself with beyonce taken that night of the met gala brawl if you're in personal contact with beyonce please alert her to this development breaking news ah thank you
2: very much oh <laughs> breaking news load jay-z beyonce really oh, wait no- you need music hold on okay hold on. Oh, where's, where, let me start
1: this over hold on
2: breaking news alert jay-z and beyonce don't give a damn about what you niggas is tweeting them on twitter or facebook or instagram this is breaking news
1: i feel like superman should fly here yes some shit after
2: the breaking news goes on that's some epic music yeah um that's the beginning of a movie theme a a, a running mm mm-hmm
1: <laughs> this just in more breaking news jay-z refuses to retweet memphis bleak what could this possibly mean for solange gate ah! we'll see what's going on right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> Back and back to the studios Breaking news, we have our man out on the street with more Solange gates. (laughs) What's happening out there? Well, I'm standing outside of the Carter's house. I'm out here standing in the trash can. I want you to know they have not put their trash out today. They have not put their trash out today.
1: Breaking news, breaking news. Dame Dash just released a Vine update, a Vine video of him laughing. No explanation as to why or what, but he appeared to be giggling and his history of being an asshole is quite well known. We'll be back with more breaking news after the break. <laughs> fucking what a ridiculous story yes i'm only i'm i just love that our show is ridiculous because i feel i don't feel bad at all about devoting time to this no but like if i was a news station i'd be like if you don't get this shit yeah. off of my desk come on we <laughs>
2: you, you people are dying got, yes. in minds
1: in the fucking
2: yeah <laughs> we got the forest burning over in california right now people evacuating from their homes and we talking about solange gate yeah well speaking of gates
1: it is now day 17 of Sterling And we have more, uh, more news on him. It's not necessarily breaking news. It's just, it's just, uh, um, a update to, to something that dumb people have been putting on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Uh, everybody's been posting this one picture, and I talked about it yesterday of the, what does Magic Nelson do for the black community? He's African American. He's out there with those AIDS and all this shit. And uh, people have been like, yeah, Jewish people give back and black people don't. Maybe he got a point, Rod. Maybe he got a point posting it up there on that Facebook page. I'm just like, look at you dumb niggas. Yes. Hating yourself. Well, CNN actually went and did an article of the things that
2: Magic Johnson has done.
1: So i wonder if people will stop talking about
2: it nope and they're not gonna read that shit because in their mind he ain't done shit so. now as far as
1: i'm concerned a lot of this is like a book report yeah where, shit that you can find well no 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 no, that's not what i'm saying a lot of this is like a book report where it has to be a certain amount of words
2: oh and to be
1: honest you could probably sum up magic johnson in a couple of paragraphs but they wanted to have to make it look bigger so they added shit that i don't
2: really count but oh, they did what well, they had like a, a 2500 word limit <laughs>
1: Like, one of his categories for helping black people is he won championships?
2: Okay, what does what? Oh, no, not no. Mm-mm. How's that helping black people? I guess because he black, so we helped all black people. God damn it,
1: CNN. Why does that count? Why does that count? It's like, hey, man, he won three rings, so let's be honest uh for more than three decades Irvin johnson had the magic touch he led michigan state to a national title in 1979 what does it gotta
2: do with black folks
1: before going to the going first in the nba draft and winning the championship with los angeles lakers during his first year in the league uh paycheck was nice too johnson signed a 25 year deal for 25 million is the longest and highest paid gig in sports all time in 13 seasons he racked up five nba championships Three MVP awards and don't forget the Olympic gold medal in 1992 as part of the Dream Team. The first year pro players could take part. Part nine months earlier, Olympic gold seemed like anything but a dream. That should just say his accomplishments. But thank God he did that, man. I remember where I was and that happened. I was like, "Where was you?" Uh, I was I was a slave actually, and <laughs> Massey and I was watching the game together, and he said, "Boy, Magic Johnson hits this hook shot to win." In the finals, I'll let you free. And uh, I've never prayed for a man to hit a hook shot so much. I know you haven't. And he did it with his off hand, and I was like, thank God, I'm free. Um, he helped change attitudes about HIV slash AIDS. Those AIDS, as I like to call them. Dem AIDS. When Johnson announced that he was HIV positive and retiring from the Lakers in November 1991, it sounded more like a death sentence, so little was known about the disease at the time. That's true. I remember cause like Easy E caught AIDS and died like that weekend. Immediately. Yeah. Like he just he was like, I like to announce I got AIDS. <laughs> I'm dead. I was like, Jesus Christ. Mm, mm, AIDS is quickly. serious. At the time I didn't know anything about healthcare, insurance. Mm, mm, Rappers mm. don't have that. I didn't know any of this. No. I was just like this nick, AIDS is a death sentence. You yes, get AIDS. You going to die. You die. Uh but he helped change America's attitude towards disease in an interview with Cooper in November. He described himself as a blessing, the blessing and the curse of HIV. On um, the blessing because people were talking about it. They ran out and got tested at that time. Then on the curse because people now say, oh, well, HIV is nothing because if I get it, I can be like magic. He's doing good and I can do the same thing he's doing to take the same medicine he's taking. I'll be OK. But they don't understand. He added, in 22 years. Millions of people have died. And so he says his work isn't done. He raised m- millions for charity. The same month he tested positive for HIV, he formed the Matt Johnson Foundation, which works to develop programs and support the community based organizations that address the educational, health, and social needs for eth- ethnically diverse or urban communities. Now, this was the main thing I thought of immediately. Immediately, when Donald Sterling brought this mm-hmm. up, I was like, but I know. He, I remember the got- fucking video with him and Arsenio Hall, mm-hmm. and you can't take that away from this man because, mm-hmm. quite honestly, He was the first famous dude that had HIV that made a lot of young black people go, holy shit! shit. It can happen Mm -hmm. to anybody. I should wrap it up. This is not a joke. I should go get tested. Yep. Right. Like I remember, you know, crying. I remember watching this. Like when he did his the uh, the the virus that I've attained. Like I remember being like, whoa, this is real life. He can. Like, no, this is no more fun, Smiling magic. Johnson can't go play basketball with this shit. Like, Mm-mm. you know, we didn't know enough about it. Now, it turns out you can play basketball, but people didn't know. Mm-mm. And people were still paranoid. I remember he, he got cut one time and fucking... Yeah, people panicked. Yeah, people panicked. I remember Carl um, uh, Malone refused to play with him. Mm-hmm.
2: So, A lot of players did. They would like, say, I will not play with him.
1: Yeah, so... Um, That was huge, and for anybody to let a fucking racist and your self-hate slash insecurity about being a black person make you post that shit online as, he got a point, fuck you. What an idiot. You cannot be stupider. You cannot, that can, like you, how much do you have to hate yourself and your people to post some shit from a racist? Like, he got a point, don't he? Mm -hmm. No, he doesn't. He's not even right about Magic Johnson. So, can we start there? But let's take his word for it because that's how much you hate yourself. In the two plus decades since the world grasped at HIV gassed at his HIV announcement, the foundation has raised more than $20 million for charity and given out almost $4 million in scholarships. He brought businesses to minority communities. This is the second thing I thought about when I heard about this shit. I was like, hold up. Didn't he put all them movie theaters in there? Didn't he mm-hmm. bring all these jobs so that motherfuckers could, like, you know, not be in gangs? make make money instead Mm -hmm. i mean we always talk about people not investing in our um in our communities but then when they put uh you know uh, a store or something in the community and people go work there people shop there all of a sudden they don't count what is this as it turns out johnson was a pretty good businessman too he founded mj enterprise in 1987 the focus, again, was on serving diverse communities, bringing high-quality businesses to minority areas, typically underserved by large corporations. And Johnson seems to invest in nearly everything, theaters, restaurants, fitness centers, sports teams, and a TV network. A partnership with Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz made him millions, so did a share of the Lakers he bought and sold. Altogether, Johnson's business empire is estimated at $500 million. Um, and then they say he's taking the high road. With numbers like that, it's no surprise that Johnson's long-term agent and friend, Lon Rosen, came to his defense Monday saying magic was the exact opposite of the way Sterling portrayed him in the CNN interview. I've known Irvin since 1979 and his mission in his life has been to create business opportunities in urban America and to be charitable. He has literally donated tens of millions of dollars of his own money to organizations and individuals forever and ever and ever. That's the other thing. You know he's donating money, but he would be an asshole if he came out and started telling you how much. Because then you'd be like, well, you should do that again so you your heart, Not because we were there. But if he was out here telling everybody how much he donated and shit, people would be like, oh, fuck him. Right? People want it both ways. Well, mm-hmm. be humble and give all your money away. But, you know, I want to know about it, too.
2: No, you can't have it both ways. And those people complaining wouldn't give all their goddamn money away. Like I said, it's really easy to tell somebody else what to do with their money yeah. when it ain't yours.
1: So basically he just said he's
2: doing more than most of y'all would do if y'all ever came across half of the money that he has.
1: Yeah. You know, so I I think that's a huge deal. Um, And I just think people have hypocritical double standards. Yes, they do. Breaking news, breaking news your broke-ass shopping at goodwill is not the same as magic johnson raising hiv awareness and giving money to charities that is all enjoy your broke-ass facebook page
2: that's right
1: you you want me to play again was you about to say something that's right
2: play it again Breaking news. Magic Johnson has done more in his lifetime than your black ass will ever, 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 ever will. Breaking news.
1: Amazing. This is amazing. People stay in somebody else's pocket, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly almost didn't read that article. Only reason I read it is just because I knew that Sterling was factually incorrect. Mm-hmm. But I almost hate that someone has to go, well, look, this is the things that this guy's donated to. Yeah. And Why are you assuming the word of a racist is true? You asshole. Yeah.
2: And, and the thing about it is that Anderson Cooper was like, um, oh, you, that's not true. You know, and it was one of those things where it, and when you played the, uh, the speech yesterday, I mean, the video yesterday, mm-hmm. he stopped himself. But Lord, I could only imagine what he was about to say. I was about to say, oh, my gosh, he really about to say something crazy. Yeah. But he stopped himself right before he say, them niggas over there. Mm-hmm. He he was he, about to say something real racist. Yeah. But he stopped himself. And the thing about it is that uh, I think he picked Anderson Cooper for a reason, because I think if he'd have picked somebody else that would really have questioned him, Mm -hmm. and we're like well that's not true he's done this 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 this." that interview would have been completely different he might have got mad at them and walked out of the interview for the fact that they're questioning him well
1: shit uh anderson cooper tried to bring up some stuff he just talked over him no one needs to set this man up to say stupid shit he can't wait to say it um a cabbie in tokyo um would pick pick up women Mm-hmm. Um and uh offer them snacks and drinks and shit
2: out of a cabby. Why?
1: You know they might be thirsty or whatever. He's like, "Oh, it's hot, girl. You want something to eat?" Um, and he got a sexual thrill out of watching women desperate to urinate. Um, he's allegedly been feeding passengers
2: snacks laced with diuretics. What's a diuretic? Something to make you pee?
1: Yep. Wow. toshohiko Nishi, forty-one, lured women into long rides in his cab. In at least one case, by offering half-price fare, and then plied them with crackers covered in a substance that would make them want to go to the toilet. Feel like this this is like a new genre of porn or something.
2: Yes, I like
1: it. Police who rated the I'm not into the that kind of like
2: Mm-mm. no bathroom
1: stuff, please.
2: No, police no, ra- no shit. No. Nothing sexy about that at all. Police who
1: raided the man's home told AFP. They found videos that Nishi said were from a security camera inside the club cab that showed around 50 women wetting themselves <gasps> on his back seat.
0: Oh, one
1: alleged one alleged victim told police she had gotten into Nishi's taxi in Osaka, Western Japan in October last year and been given a small paper cut containing water biscuits. A short time after eating the snack, she began to need the toilet. But when she told the driver to let her out the class so she could relieve herself, he refused and instead pressed back a uh, pass passed back an absorbent sheet on which she could. He encouraged her to urinate. <gasps> so he's like, well, now nah. it's like, hey, can you let me out? Uh, nah, baby, just piss on this sheet. Yeah, I, I already thought of this. by happenstance. I got excited by watching women try to withstand the urge to urinate. The driver told investigators, adding he had bought diuretics through the internet and crushed them in the mix with crackers. Nishi has been arrested on suspicion of committing a
2: violent act. Police officers said. Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't be taking no no snacks from cabbage, y'all. hmm.
1: That, that is. That's crazy, man.
2: And on top of that, why are you taking food for somebody that's already open? Like, if it ain't like wrapped up in like the original seal, mm-hmm. don't
1: eat it. Right. Like that's the other thing. I can't. Like I've been in a taxi before. I, I mean, obviously, and they're not, not, not any, the cleanest. Yeah, I would never eat anything out of a fucking taxi mm. that one of those taxi people gave me. Hey, man, you want some snacks? No, nigga. No. Get they, me to the airport.
2: Fuck. They puke. They do all kinds of shit in the taxis no they got porn mm. on that no i'm not gonna be on taxi cab urination
1: or- <laughs> confessions yeah i'm not gonna be on that
3: Mm-mm. i'm not gonna
1: be on that shit like pissing my pants for you man let's go as soon as he hands you a towel you gotta know like this is set up and you've done this before you came prepared and the towel fare was half off i wonder if it was ever women that he was just like not you you full price and and no no snacks no
2: I bet you a lot of people, yeah. I don't it, see your ass pissed. It was probably people that he was attracted to. How many
1: dudes was in the car, when he got in the car with a woman, and uh, he was like, eh, would you like some water biscuits? And the dude was like, I want some. He's like, not you, nigga, just her. <laughs> no water biscuits for you. Now pass her a urination towel. And <laughs> I'm about to, don't mind me zipping my pants down, okay? <laughs> you look out the window. Don't look through the partition. Now you uh, touch your titties and, and eat them biscuits.
2: <laughs> no, thank you, Cabby.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um Chris Brown is suing a basketball player for extortion. Now reading that title you want to go, well, who is it? Uh a NBA athlete? No. Um A WNBA athlete? No. <laughs> a nigga at a pickup game at a gym. Uh he's claiming that a guy on a basketball court tried extorting the singer. Threatening to tell cops Brown started a fight unless he coughed up a ton of money. Now, see, this is what's funny to me. Because of his history, I believe he probably got in a fight with a dude. But he's he's scared to go to jail for it because he's violated parole so many times. Mm-hmm. So he's going to sue the dude first instead of the other way around. Yep. Which will probably, you know, maybe keep him out of jail. Who knows? Maybe they have surveillance footage. might not help at all. Now, the other part of this is that, is, um, I was wondering, like, it, like, I've always thought about this. It wouldn't be the worst way to make some money. Like, when I played ball with Steve Smith after he got in trouble for knocking that dude out and breaking his nose and shit, Mm -hmm. like, if I, like, we kind of got into it a little bit, but we were able to, like, circumvent any physical part of it. But, like, if I had been thinking, I could have been like, man, fuck you, nigga. You a bitch anyway. Mm-hmm. And then he would punch me in my face, and I would be like, yes, I'm getting paid, nigga. About to get paid. We going to court. You know, I mean, i wouldn't do that. No, I don't have that type of part. No. Not to mention, I'm not sure that holds up in the court of law antagonizing somebody into punching you.
2: No. But, and uh, you know. I don't want the hospital bills. Mm-hmm. But, um,
1: plus, you know, I want my nose and my face to be intact. Come on, now. Um, but yeah, he claims that he attacked that Chris Brown attacked him over a foul call and proclaimed he was a member of the bloods well i I can't believe Chris would have I mean that's too crazy guys Mm-mm. Chris Brown overreacting and getting mad. I can't see it Brown Where have you being Brown has now counter sued Claiming he had nothing to do with the fight, and Asvin knew it, but tried to shake him down for a quarter of a million dollars, according to Brown's new countersuit. I'll tell you about TMZ. So he's like, nigga, I'm not paying you. I feel like this is going to be his new technique, countersuing everybody. Mm -hmm. Stay out of jail.
2: Yeah, and this. No lessons have learned. This just sounds like somebody don't want to be accountable and responsible for their own goddamn actions.
1: Asburn admitted to Brown's people the singer was not the culprit, but later his lawyer made this written demand. Mr. Asburn believes $250,000 will suffice compensating him for his physical and emotional injuries. Mr. Asburn is placed in a position by the LAPD where he needs to decide whether he will press charges for the aggravated assault and battery. The letter continues, however, Mr. Asburn prefers not to resort to filing these claims or the lawsuit. He would rather be compensated. Now, I don't care if I if I play ball with Chris Brown. I'm sending him this letter no matter what. You know, I don't care if we don't even play on the same court. I'm gonna be like, I felt threatened. I need two hundred fifty thousand yep, dollars. I'm sorry. That,
2: that's why. And and when you're in a position that he's in, you you almost need to stay away from people. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you you're dealing with people that are looking uh, for your ass to go back to jail, looking to extort money out of you. Like this is what they they do. And it's just one of those things where uh, you put yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. Your own actions put yourself in this situation. Make yourself an
1: easy target.
2: Yes. And my thing is this. At the end of the day, nobody's accountable for the shit that's happening to you but you. And we live in a society that likes to blame everybody else for their actions. Nobody. You you did all this. And not only did, did you do all this, every time we kind of get to the point where we're almost... I won't say pass, but people don't talk about you as much. You just do some shit to put your ass back into the spotlight. So you're constantly standing in the spotlight. So, what else do you think people going to do? Yes, people are going to try to get money out of you.
1: Yeah. If, if I played ball with Chris Brown, man, we would start the show and I would be like. Breaking news, breaking news, everybody. Um, Chris Brown pushed me in the back on a layup and I'm going to need a million dollars. I will be suing him. Uh, nobody has to be premium anymore. We about to do it for free. But, um, that's apparently, um, he's, he's not out here doing that to people. He's going to counter to Speaking of assholes, mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin is arrested in New York City after an uh, altercation with a couple of police officers who stopped him for riding his bicycle the wrong way down a New York City street. <laughs> ah. This dude is an asshole, man like fuck it the cars are gonna move like i know he's liberal and shit man but he's a fucking asshole like even like he this nigga had a show on msnbc and still was talking bad about gay people and shit all the time and then then he did that weird strange video where he went and had his gay barber try to like like just be his gay friend and shit like Mm -hmm. look it's my barber he gay y'all i love the faggots i love you homos you queers you guys are great like he's like he's such a bad he's a bad person like he's just he's just an entitled ass dude man like it seems like it anyway like i'm sure i mean he got he can act his ass off he got super duper charisma and he gonna get away with this shit he get away with everything it seems like but like he do asshole shit man like and then he he flipped on the cops like how y'all gonna stop me for riding the wrong way. It was like, you could have got hit and died. And he goes, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he was riding his bike the wrong way on 16th Street and 5th Avenue near Union Square Park in Manhattan, where he was stopped at 10:15 a.m. and asked to show identification, they said. That's when Baldwin, 56, refused to show his ID and acted belligerently, prompting officers to handcuff him and take him and his bicycle to a nearby precinct. <laughs> him and the bike. He was issued two summonses. summonses for riding a bike the wrong way down the street and for disorderly conduct, and then he was released. He scheduled to appear in Manhattan Criminal Court on Disorderly Conduct Summons July 24th. A representative for Baldwin didn't immediately return a request for comment, but from his verified Twitter account, Baldwin said he'd been handcuffed for riding the wrong way on Fifth Avenue and posted the last name and badge number of the arresting officer. He also tweeted that photographers outside his home terrified his daughter and disparaged New York City, calling it a mismanaged carnival of stupidity
2: somebody else not accountable for their actions
1: the oscar and tony nominated actor is known for his incendiary te- temper most notably exposed when a voicemail of him berating his now teenage daughter ireland baldwin came to light in 2007 he later said the message horrified him yeah that's when he called a little pig and shit i was on his side though I was like you can't be nice to kids all the time we gotta raise them yeah you know, that that shit I, that i felt worse for him than sterling i was like damn this wouldn't be for this divorce dog uh he was kicked off of in 2011 after refusing to stop playing a cell phone game and he's gotten into conversations with news news photographers proper rising i mean this coming to earth and shit i get it you're gonna break down but his problem was when he broke down he was saying shit like listen you nigger faggots it was like come on man you can't be doing that. We understand your frustration, but hey, it's a lot of niggas and faggots that are fans of you, bro. Can you please stop talking about us? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's your go-to insult and shit. Um, his personal life is also splashed in the public last fall when he when he and his wife testified against Canadian actress accused of stalking him. The actress, Genevieve Saburin, was uh, convicted after Manhattan trial to delve into how she was, was a steamy date and years after the actor stringed her along romantically... Um, he said it's simply a professional dinner and then denigrated into her harassing him. February Baldwin wrote a New York magazine cover story to crying the constant tabloid coverage of his comings and goings in New York City, saying he probably needs to move out of the city and suggesting he may soon call be calling Los Angeles his home. All right. I mean, blame it on everybody else if you want to, dog, but ain't why you lost your show and shit. Mm-hmm. Like Oh, that was your action, sir. Yeah, like you do some crazy shit man um yes you do like you can't you know you can't always um you know you can't always do that like you know and, and he always gets out of it one time he said i didn't say faggot i said fathead come on man Mm-mm.
2: you come said on, faggot sir
1: you know you didn't say that bro. come on take the l um speaking of taking the l a dating show contestant admits to murdering his former wife and lover on TV. Oh, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Sefer Kalanak, when he appeared on a Turkish dating show called called Luck of the Draw, drew that gun, probably. Yes, he did. Revealed to the host that he had murdered both his former wife and former lover. He had served a prison sentence for both murders and was released under an amnesty program. Kalanak's late wife was also his cousin. Wife was his cousin? Yeah, he's on that Lannister shit. Wow. He admitted to murdering her out of jealousy. Then he went on to say that he murdered his lover, but that was an accident when he swung an axe in her direction. In an interview after the show, Kalinak vowed, vowed to never kill another partner. Well, you know what they say: third time's a charm. Yeah. Ah. Women would leave me after I told them that I murdered my previous wives, but I spent 14 years in jail. I have changed. But the head of Turkey's media monitoring group, Holia Olga Tanriova was quoted as saying a complaint should be filed against the show requesting that criminal background checks be done in the future. Well, at least he was honest. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have lied.
2: They didn't have to tell y'all shit.
1: Yeah. And uh, they asked, apparently asked a lot more probing questions on their dating game than they, we did in North, in America. Oh, yes, they do. In America, we just go, what's your favorite time to make a whoopee with their partner?
2: You yeah, know. and and it's one of those things, but yeah, you tell me, you kid, Joe. Previous wife that was your your uh, what your sister or cousin mm-hmm. brother, and somebody else now supposed to go sure you can marry me too no All right would you uh do you have any questions for
1: for the bachelors sure I have a question um uh, bachelor number one if I was an ice cream cone
2: <laughs> that's America what would you do to me
1: uh, I would take an axe. And chop your motherfucking head off, bitch, like I did my other wife. Uh, next question. Ah! I wonder. If that's what happened. He just kept answering questions like that. Yes, I would crush the ice cream cone. Uh, bachelor number and one. Can ice you, cream. Can you describe your perfect date? Uh, it begins with me sharpening a knife. Ah! <laughs> then asking, "Where the fuck you been?" You know, I've been home waiting on my dinner. Uh, so
2: yes how would you end a good night i would end a good night taking that axe out shopping and chopping your head off
1: Mm, yep um what can you uh describe to me Mm. uh uh, would you say your how, how would you say your love making technique is uh is it in like a lamb or out like a lion oh lord uh it's like in like an axe out like a sword really <laughs> i would say it's very painful for you and uh erotic for me but you know i've given up killing only the only name is this figure now i'm a to change man oprah's network plans to see, plans a series on nfl's michael sam get it oprah the oprah winfrey network says it plans to produce a documentary series following the life of michael sam the first openly gay drafted by, player drafted by nfl team. You know, what? I know
2: her audience.
1: First of all, uh, good for him. You know, Lois, almost the last pick in the draft, and Mm -hmm. I'm glad that he's actually going to get something out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny because you don't know that people that go that low in the draft stick around. Like, a lot of times those players don't even make the team. Mm -hmm. But one of the reasons you can tell he was underdrafted and it's because he was gay is because no one's questioning that he's going to stay with the team. Everybody's like, oh, that's a steal. He should have been one of the top 100 players taken, but fuck it.
2: Mm-hmm. And you guys and, got
1: to steal at 256.
2: And and people, <clears throat> and you've talked about it, and you were saying it's funny how people would act like him falling had nothing to do with him being gay. Mm-hmm. Do you think if he was straight, there's no way in the world he'd have been almost one of the last people picked. No way. Now my, my mind, of course, goes straight to the funny part of the story. What's that?
1: <laughs> what if? uh this probably won't happen but it would be ridiculous it would be hilarious but but fucked up what if his reality show sets gay people back like a 100 years
2: oh you know, i thought like, you were gonna if, say something else what if it's like
1: the real housewives of atlanta gay type people where it's like nothing but fights ah. cussing each other out i don't
2: think Oprah acting would do ignorant
1: that. a whole lot of drama behind the scenes no I, it's not gonna happen karen but i'm just not saying no I was just following the what if, because reality show is terrible. Reality is terrible. And, like, more than likely, his show is going to be boring because it's going to have to be upstanding. It's going to be him, you know, his struggles to make it, but it's not going to be him, like, you know, one, the NFL is not going to allow him to show him have a conflict on the field with teams. Mm-mm. They're not going to allow him probably to show conflict in the locker room. It's going to have to all be positive shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, they're probably, you know, and then like, and you know, for hazing they make the dudes dress up like girls and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Are they going to make him dress up like a dude? Are they going to like,
2: oh.
1: are they going to not haze him at all? Cause they don't want any problems. Uh, it just makes you wonder, you know, but you know, there's this relationship with his, uh, his boyfriend, uh, white dude that actually has, his family has mob ties. Uh, going back a couple generations or whatever um, so maybe that person will be in there but it's like if he's having to do the things reality show people have to do it it
2: people will be oh, like so,
1: so, so they're gonna actually follow him yeah they're okay. gonna they're, yeah, yeah documentary series following the life of michael oh, sam
2: okay i thought it was gonna be like somebody else playing him but they're gonna actually follow him
1: yeah, the series will take a up close up close look at the man recently drafted by the St. Louis Rams in a groundbreaking moment in professional sports. Cameras will follow the former University of Missouri football player as he works to earn a spot on the Rams while under a media microscope. So yeah, it, like they're going to it's a reality show basically. Like I said, like if they have to do the reality show tropes, like okay, we're going to have a reunion show where we need you to fight some people, Michael Sam, or you know, we're going to need you to get some <laughs> You're going to have to have a whole crew of gay homeboys, and they're going to have to be extra gay. We'll pick them out. We'll find the actors. But y'all going to live in a reality show house and fight each other all the time and get drunk? Like, like how do you do a reality show? Right, because... The own network is the same one that put Bad Girls Show. I, That's true too. Oprah o- 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 ain't above tarnishing no image for some ratings.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, she was like, "Hell, y'all can have Bad Girls Club. I'm going to start my own." And then she all she did was left it and started a whole nother
1: yeah. network. They're gonna be like, "Uh, listen, uh, gay boyfriend, I'm gonna need you to drink a little more." because yeah, okay, she used
2: to own Oxygen.
1: You way too sober for this. You ain't even gotten a fight at all. I'm gonna need you to show up to practice and, and, and wearing nothing but some short shorts and cussing, drinking a bottle of wine.
2: Yeah.
1: Cause that's what we need for these ratings. With your
2: pinky in the air.
1: Well, pinky in the air, who cares? Pinky in the ass. We just need ah. ratings. Oprah about these motherfucking ratings. She is not in this to lose. No, she is not. She gonna have, she might have them acting a the fool, man. I'm just hoping yeah. it don't go that way.
2: Glitters and platform everywhere. They're gonna get, uh, Mona St. Clair and Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be epic.
1: Chocolate frosting, Karen. Ah. Uh Oh, well, yeah. Michael Sam getting his own reality show, man. So good for him. Uh, Remember we talked about that affluenza team who got got away with murder because the judge decided that he was too rich to need to go to jail. He Mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to take it. Mm -hmm. He will pay more than one million dollars in cash and arresting annuity annuities to a trust established for Sergio E. Molina who was among 12 people injured in a drunk driving crash last year in Fort Worth, Texas. Molina is basically a, uh, I think he's paralyzed now. So his family's going to get $2 million uh, for the accident. So, you know, someone sent it to us like, oh, this is a new development, but it's just more like "Eh, he's rich enough not to have to deal with any of this.
2: And I'm not trying to be funny, $2 million is a lot of money, but he's paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So $2 million when you constantly paying for medical care, mm-hmm. ain't really that much money. I mean, I ain't trying to be funny because you have to think you got to have 24 hour nurses. You got to, you know, you, you're dealing with a lot of stuff. Rehabilitation. Like, I don't know how paralyzed he is. You're talking about equipment. You're talking about special pets. Mm-hmm. Like this is a drop in the bucket uh, compared to you basically took his life away and you're not being accountable because you're just too goddamn rich. That's dumb.
1: Yep. And especially in light of ballooning healthcare costs, you Yes, know, $2 million probably won't take that long to get. No, that you could, go through that in no time. That could be like one operation at a lot of places. Um, all right. So let's get into our games guys. Uh, of course we play a couple games games at the blackout tips. The first is called uh uh what is the first one called? Fucking with black people. That's yes right. it is. We're just fucking with the black people. We're just fucking with the blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right guys, it's time for the game that is so sad to play but so fun. It's fucking with ah. black people time. And uh, today's contestants, are um, a woman named Rama um, and uh, high school seniors. Here we go. Uh, apparently, some high school seniors.
3: Well, did a senior prank to go him. too far in Forsyth County? Some say yes, including other students and the principal. That's all over this banner revealed outside of the school earlier today. Boxer Portia Bruner joining us now live in Forsyth County with the controversy. Portia? Yeah, I can tell you that banner was revealed at the start of the school day at South Forsyth County High School, leaving a lot of students surprised, some amused, many just shocked. Now, we blurred out the most offensive word in the banner, it's the N-word, and so a lot of students we spoke to today said the prank goes too far, even if it's based on a popular rap song. The sign? well it speaks for itself. But students here at South Forsyth High School say it doesn't speak for everyone here, even if it was intended to be a harmless senior prank.
1: As a Teachable Moment, you know, they could have took off that word at all at all means it took off that word honestly because you know some students don't Not all students can be like oh that's funny I take it as a joke you know knee slappers it's not always like that with everybody else
3: Michael Crookshanks and Islam McKenzie are graduating seniors both say they were shocked to see this sign unveiled around nine o'clock Wednesday morning with an offensive racial term I definitely think that they don't understand the magnitude of it but I think now that it's gotten all the attention it has I think they're gonna realize real soon Principal Jeff Cheney says surveillance video shows students sneaking onto the campus and on top of the building to secure the sign Tuesday night. Do you know which kids made the banner and hung it up?
5: Uh, what we do know is that th- uh, there's a pretty diverse group of students who were involved in creating the banner.
3: Are you saying white kids, black kids, kids of different ethnicities made the sign and hung it and participated in the process?
5: That is correct.
0: Hey. Hey.
3: Cheney says the students responsible for this banner cited the popular song by rappers Drake and Soldier Boy as the inspiration, if you would, for the banner. Still, he says, those students will be punished.
5: I immediately became aware and within three minutes had staff on the roof to remove the sign because it's very offensive to me and I don't want our students to uh, be a part of that in any way, shape or form.
3: Now the principal says the students will be punished. There will be disciplinary actions. He says he wasn't at liberty to discuss, but he says uh, the fact that they disrupted school, obviously that is a violation because there's testing going on. And the fact that the students allegedly came to the school last night, seen on videotape doing so to secure that banner so that it could be unveiled. But he says the larger issue here in the conversation that's going to be ongoing is the conversation about the fact that it is a word, while still considered offensive to so many, Many people sadly, has unfolded and become a part of popular culture and popular vernacular. He says, even if that has happened, he wants students to know it 's still not an appropriate word to use in any setting. He says the conversation about that. Will continue reporting live from Cumming, Georgia, in Forsyth County. Portia Bruner, Fox 5 News. All right, thank you, Portia. Well, there was a similar prank in Fayette County. Two students responsible for a posting about a month ago have now been disciplined. Fayette County school officials say that the students posted the message on a school sign. As you can see, they took a picture, took the sign down immediately,
0: and then posted the picture on social media.
6: Well, the 10th grade.
1: So, uh, we'll just go that one, Karen.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it was a group, it, you know, they was mixed, it was a a, a racial offensive. Mhm.
1: I like that that's how the dude <laughs> the prison was like, she was like, "So, do you think this is uh inappropriate?" Well, what well, we do know some black people was there. So c- come
2: on now. <laughs> <laughs> it was some <laughs> black folks and white folks, so this this is not this is you know. It wasn't just all yeah.
1: mm-mm. Okay, so don't
2: don't even come at me like that, lady. Yeah, so come on. This, uh, uh, the stupidity of the children, like period. They could have just said we made it. Like, to, you know, mm-hmm. because you're in a school, but I just I'm not saying because you're in a school setting, but you're making a sign and you're putting it across for the school to see. If you just said we made it. Nobody would have cared. They would. They would have been like, "Oh, they just doing. It's okay that they, they snuck on school." No, nobody said nothing.
1: I'm gonna go with a fifty. Yeah, doesn't feel like a hundred to me. Cause no,
2: definitely not a hundred because no. they got discipline. They was like, "Look, I'm on this. Let's start suspending this." Now, if it had been something else, when they'd be like, "It's not a problem," that bumped it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fifty sounds about right.
1: All right, and of course, there's this. Um <sighs> apparently this woman like i haven't really covered it much on the show because honestly i don't know what to do it makes me furious but i don't i honestly like sometimes i don't like talk about shit when i don't have any solution to it and i don't like to make our show like wallow in sadness and yep. break the show but to bring back our girls hashtag you know i've been seeing it people mm-hmm. been tweeting about it spreading the word yes they have michelle obama uh shit even chris brown who you know as far as we know, beats him, yeah, I don't know why he wants him back, but uh, maybe his is more of a threat, I don't know, but the point being <laughs> um people were tweeting about it and stuff, and I thought that was very beautiful, and i I just know the solutions weren't simple, you mm-hmm. know, people on the ground in Nigeria were like it ain't simple, nope. you know there's no easy way, way to to fix this, get yeah you this know, is
2: decades and decades of, of things just falling apart and government's not doing what they're supposed to do and all kinds of things going on Yeah,
1: there's religion involved there's mm-hmm. uh obviously misogyny and sexism involved there's a war involved there's like some people were saying this isn't even his most heinous
2: act oh shit
1: like he's killed hundreds of people in a weekend before you know <sighs> it's just a real bad situation um now what i did know and this is just tangential knowledge this isn't me following the hashtag i don't even get into it like that but i did know that there were black women on the ground that started this hashtag in nigeria you know like that was that was pretty easy you know um american people were tweeting with it but it was all to bring awareness you know Mm -hmm. Which is what I always say. You don't own a hashtag, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. If you tweet with it, you just want more and more people to kind of spread the word. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, people that care will follow it back to its source, but not everybody will. No. So, apparently, a woman named, and I don't know if I'm announcing this right, Rama or Rame, I don't know, it's two A's at the end, Mosley, has portrayed herself as a mother who until recently didn't even know what a hashtag was. She said two weeks ago she was moved to tears by a brief radio broadcast about the mid-April abductions in Nigeria and adapted the cries of the girls' mothers into a hashtag called hashtag bring back our girls. There's a video of her like explaining it here too. Um, I think this is the right one. I hope it's the right one. If not, I got another article. As we speak, there are more than 200 young girls missing in Nigeria with reports that some of them may have been sold off for twelve dollars and sold off into marriage uh... and there are those who feel that the government over there isn't doing enough the u.s. has now uh... said that they are going to offer some assistance in looking for these young girls what are your thoughts about this situation
4: first of all it makes me sick to think that there are human beings who can do that to other human beings to young girls who are innocent who oh,
1: actually this isn't even her this is the one with elizabeth smart who was abducted when she was a kid okay so, so this is okay this is completely yeah different. that's not even the right one okay. why did they put this it's link there
2: the, yes
1: this must be just them promoting some shit with wall street journal okay yep it's just a way for them oh, i hate when people do this shit let me yeah, um you don't even give me link. one second i will find a link yeah, of her
2: can't. talking about it because i think that's way worse you talk about something that you don't yeah. even leak the right article it's like this is our interview but i didn't click on it for this i clicked on it for the original interview
1: yeah like it's not like your shit's not helping but um i do have a link to um to to the here we go to her video um but yeah so we know for a fact this started in nigeria with people the women that were affected by this you know uh and some men too you know in all fairness i saw some men posting it but they were like hey bring back our girls they were coming up with different hashtags it started trending people started picking it up so this Rama Mosley woman Yeah, that's um, that's
2: one thing that, that I can truly say that is beautiful about the internet is that uh, for the first time uh, ever and a lot of times quicker than the news will ever do people can instantly know what's happening somewhere
1: mm-hmm. so this is her talking about it and apparently on Twitter she goes by I
5: heard it on the radio um, And it was in the afternoon and I I couldn't believe it. I started weeping and I raced home.
1: Because you know white women tears are the currency of American media.
5: And I looked on the internet and I found some news in Africa that confirmed it. But I couldn't find anything else in the United States. And I was just absolutely shocked and horrified that this had happened. As I looked and and tried to search for information, I found very little information in the United States and Europe. Almost none. It was all in Africa. And so then I went to social media and I was looking on Facebook and Twitter to see if anyone was talking about it. And people were not talking about it. So I just started um, hashtagging what I heard the mother saying in Nigeria, which was bring back our girls. And they were shouting it in the protests. And so I started shouting it on social media hoping that people would listen and they would shout it back. So first I shouted it to all my friends, and then I started shouting it to Barack Obama, my senators in California, to John Kerry, to any celebrity that I could think of. And I just started saying, these girls have been kidnapped, hashtag bring back our girls. In a way, a hashtag is like the modern version of an SOS. And it's for every one of us to be able to use, and we can all make a difference by using that. After I began tweeting, I looked to Facebook to see if there was any organizations on Facebook that were working to help the girls, and I couldn't find anything. So I thought, okay, we've, I've got to set this up. So I created the Facebook page as a way for people to find information about the news story and for, as a way for people to be empowered to do something. This has consumed my life, and I believe it will until the girls are rescued.
1: All right, so turns out she didn't come up with that hashtag. Um, I guess the first person who really um, used the hashtag is at, and I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's O B Y E Z E K S, mm-hmm. um, who is in Nigeria, um, and she, and and she uh, apparently didn't get the traction or whatever that um, uh, for the hashtag, or she got the traction, but she didn't get the attention.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, what's even more foul about this is this lady, uh, Rama Mosley, has um, monetizes. She has a um, she has a film called "Girls Girl Rising," and um, ABC, I think CNN is like bought the. Rights to it for the next three years wow so this is a good this is a good way for them to promote her documentary you know as hey check it out this uh it, it just happens to coincide with with these these girls in nigeria too bring some attention to us bring some attention to her documentary um which is why they went you know they they interviewed her and all this shit so you know this is so fucked up man honestly um but they they're gonna raise money off of this. Um I give this a hundred.
2: Yeah. I
1: mean it's, yeah. it's pretty I much mean, the be, most despicable shit you can do. I mean
2: and basically she said I seen, you know, people in Africa talking about it and I just took it and ran with it.
1: Yeah, and the fact that the media didn't fact check it. Mm mm. You know, they, they don't care. It's easy to see the trace back the first known use of a hashtag on Twitter. You just got to search for it.
2: That 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 and the fact that truth, truthfully, they don't care. You know, she she is uh it, it she's a white woman and it's more easier and it's uh, more palatable to the American public for a white woman to be a face than somebody in Africa to be a face of it. Honestly, yeah. you know, it's easier to push and promote and bring it to people's attention. Um and it's one of those things that everybody should be concerned about regardless of the race or the color or the creed and all that stuff, but it's just uh it's just foul how she's profiting off of something that uh is affecting these people and the people that probably actually needs the money and the and the people that actually probably needs the fund will never see a dime of that money.
1: Yeah. And, you know, she just like kind of recently, I mean, like they modified some of the reports about it because it originally was giving her all the credit. So they modified the reports to, Oh, well, uh, it's, it wasn't that. It was actually, uh, it was created before this, but they still are using her as the face of it. Cause that's yes, where the money is.
2: That's right.
1: CNN films paid $500,000 last year for three years rights to the film. So it's like, Oh, capitalize on the pandemonium here's a mm-hmm. chance to promote this um she also helped direct the film girl rising a well-received documentary about the global struggle to educate girls and her effort to draw attention to the kidnappers as part of a push by the documentary group a for-profit company to promote the project worldwide cnn had no comment when they were called out on this uh the hashtag was retweeted nearly two million times so far by twitter including the vatican and the first lady Celebrities, include Mary J. Broad Chris Brown, wasn't created by Miss Mosley, but by Nigerian Ibrahim Musa, Abdullahi, a 35-year-old attorney in the capital, of Abuja, who adapted the chat he heard on television there. This week, Twitter users began calling attention to the fact in a storm of angry tweets to Miss Mosley. Miss Mosley said in an interview on Thursday that she didn't take credit for the hashtag. The idea people are so upset. Has a, been a complete shock. I feel felt compelled to help spread the word, but you can tell from the way she said it, it didn't. It sounded more like, "Oh, oh, I didn't even know this was a hashtag." I, oh, you yeah. know. So I I went on Facebook. No one was talking about and, it. And, nobody and, and, but and, me. And and, and
2: and that's that's right. The way she phrased it, nobody would have cared if you'd have been like well you know i seen it and i just wanted to help and things like that that's fine but for you to say i didn't find anything there was nothing out there so i started it and i created it that's basic that's what you, those these the words are coming out of your mouth you created a yeah. lot of this stuff she said she thinks she
1: became the face of the cause in the media because we don't have photos of the nigerian girls so the media in the united states has picked up on this as a human interest story and attached me to it let's be honest it's because you're a white lady yes like that's why there's a lot of black women that they could easily interview there's so many black women from nigeria that live in the united states that have dealt with this they could have flown someone out but they don't have uh all those people don't have documentaries that they're currently being broadcast on c n n
2: and working on and uh shout out to n p r because n p r actually went out and found a lot of these women yeah that are actually lived here in the United States and interviewed them and talked to them and asked them about the situation. It
1: ain't that hard no, you can do it. if you just follow the hashtag you'll find at least a dozen just follow the hashtag for a little bit and you'll see people giving their personal stories of this shit it it was it would not have been hard. But those people are not white women. And and they're not marketable. They don't have documentaries that you already paid for. So it's like, here's a chance to promote our shit. It's sad, but they corporately took it over. Of course. Los Angeles mother, too, creates viral hashtag was the headline ABC deleted and posted the editor notes that read, this story has been updated to reflect that hashtag bring back our girls appeared on Twitter prior to Rama Mosley's first tweet. And ABC spokeswoman had no further comment. Holly Gordon, found, founder of the Girl Riser project, project, said in an interview on Thursday that Nigeria kidnappers provide an important moment for us to promote our film. Think about that. An important moment for us to promote our film. Because that's what's important here.
2: Not about the girls.
1: Ms. Gordon said that Ms. Mosley's idea of her social media campaign was solely her own, and Girl Rising helped her expand her social media network by linking to its own. The company said it designed a distinctive red avatar Miss Mosley uses on her social media pages and supplied her with talking points on girls' education. Uh, girls' education. Miss Mosley on Thursday said she updated her Twitter account biography to reflect the involvement with Girl Rising and sent a series of tweets giving credit to the hashtag to its Nigerian creators. The viral campaign is succeeding in drawing global attention to the Nigerian girls' plight, um, and they talk about uh, uh, President. I mean the, the floaters. Uh, using the hashtag bring back our girls and all that stuff. Of course, fuck Ann coder who used hashtag bring back my country. Yes. You know, a hundred for her. Always. She's t- eternally at a hundred. She's a troll. But, um, yeah, I, it was just, you know, kind of crazy. So, um, yeah, he, and, um, the guy who originally fought started it, it, it used to be bring back our daughters. He doesn't have a daughter. So he changes to bring back our girls that's the one that caught on in america but he's also you know in africa so um and that was the one that had all these people who you know f- follow him and stuff now so just such a terrible situation and for someone to try to profit off of it is really the worst but let's stop being so self-righteous and start talking about other racism that is okay it's time for guess the race ah! now that it's time for some guests the race That's right, it's Guess the Race time. I said, now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, guys. It's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all of podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask the audience today, which is racist, to guess the race. Let's go. All right. Here's our first one. Woman called 911.
6: May 8, 2014, 17 hours, 43 minutes, 23 seconds. Oh, you not telling me this is I'm not here. What are they gonna do about my people? Hello? I nothing. Hello. What about my money? I don't have nothing. Hello. Hello. This is Gasparilla County, County Communications. Yeah, if I'm down here in about by my more. I want to make a report. I'm down here. These people do took my money. They gave me marinara sauce I thought was pizza sauce. And i got an officer down here telling tell me shut up all in my face and everything. So you please in a cop down here? And you're where? I'm down here. So, way across. Uh, what is it, can I, what's his address? What is the room yet? Okay. On Cox Road. And I need to make a report. I had something called 9. so I can have my report ready. Okay. you. Not ma'am. Uh, ma'am. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What's your name? My name is And the phone number you're calling from? Yeah, I'm on the phone. I'm down here at Subway. What's that now, number? Night. I don't know this. Night. What is this? I mean, my phone not picking up. Ma'am, we ask just to make sure that everything's right. You want everything right, correct? Let me see. Uh, I think it's 12, Uh, Cox Road. Okay. What is the phone number you're calling from, ma'am? That's what I need to know. 10 0 4 And you're saying they gave you marinara sauce instead of what? It's still pizza sauce. I thought they were putting pizza sauce on my, uh, my pizza, but they put marinara sauce on it, and it's terrible. And I got my receipt, and I told them I can't eat that kind of sauce. And now they are uh, telling me they can't get my money back, and they can't make me another pizza with pizza sauce on there. If so I want to get this report made, so when I call Act 9 on them because they're over uh-huh. $10, they, they won't even make me a pizza. This is the fastest, uh, problem. But they made, uh, they made my mom another uh sandwich. Yeah, will a phone, but they said it won't make me a sandwich. All right, and you're there now? Yes, I'm sitting there now. I'll send an officer over yeah. there. All right. May eighth, two 2014. 17 hours, 45 minutes, 35 seconds.
1: So, uh, yeah, guess the race of Bevalente Machette Hall of Gastonia.
2: Apparently she was not happy. I heard
1: that 704 and I was like,
2: fuck. I was like, that in Charlotte?" That's what I said.
1: Uh Guess the race, guys. Check the chat room. Newport smoker and O.E. drinker. Took 911 as a joke a little too seriously, black. Don't play with my food, black. Breaking news, a black woman can't return for her food for a refund. Hey, we don't know that she didn't return that food. I know she was willing to call the cops. I think they probably gave her her money back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Black women go all out. Sherman Clump's drunk cousin. Blizzy, blizzy, black, black, drinker of grape soda. Correct answer is black. <laughs> all right, next story. You guys are good. Um... A woman got arrested for stealing an ambulance. McMinn County woman is behind bars the police say she oh broke into the Inglewood fire station overnight and stole an ambulance. How, how the
2: hell do you even drive one? Don't they got like a
1: million switches up there? Authorities say 41-year-old Terry Efall broke into the fire station on Carroll Street and drove straight through the large bay door early Saturday morning. Didn't even lift the door.
2: No, she didn't. Uh, Because she didn't know (coughs) how to. I guarantee you they got a garage open in that bitch somewhere. She was like, fuck it.
1: The MLS crew heard a vehicle start up, and they heard the racket that came and came outside, and she was driving straight through the bay doors. Storms that moved through the area last week knocked out the power to the security system on the doors, so a fire was able to break in without alerting authorities. Wow. This week, we had storms, and the power went off, Roach said. We have electronic codes on them, and once the power's out, if the battery backup doesn't kick in, it unlocks the door. They saw Efall only made it about two miles before she stopped by police. Yeah, you driving, probably driving erratic. Inglewood Police Officer Nick Perky told us when the call came out, they immediately began looking for the ambulance. Authorities spotted on the Highway 39 with the assistance of McMahon's Sheriff's Department, with, where, and they were able to stop the vehicle on Highway 30. Officials estimate the damage to the door was $3,000 in the ambulance at $5,000. The ambulance is valued at $100,000.
2: Got nobody.
1: If I was arrested without incident, authorities say she told them she was pregnant and had to rush to the hospital. She is charged with theft, vandalism, and criminal trespassing. She currently is at the McMinn County Jail on $11,000 bond. Um. Now, you do realize that um. if you show up to the fire department
2: and with an emergency, you're already halfway there. Oh, I, oh, come on. You could just walk in there and be like, hey. Hey. And they'd have been more than happy to get you to wherever you needed to go, ma'am. Inglewood enough said, black. Pasty Meathead
1: got excited. Uh, methhead got excited playing Grand Theft Auto. Oh. Five. Methhead, white. Still love ambulances, people, and hashtags. Ah! <laughs> That's good. Ah. That's good, Black Rob. HC says, even got pulled over. Ever even got pulled over the ambulance driving while black? Uh, <laughs> the correct answer is yes. white,
2: white, y'all. I think only one person got that correct.
1: Shout out to the people that guessed black, I mean, white. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up with the bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, guys. It's double the points, double the race, and the bonus round of Guess the Race. Everybody is all over the place right now. Let's see who's going to be the winner by getting this one right. Here we go. Um, my mother got banned from Instagram because she violated the terms of use, Karen.
3: Uh-oh.
1: Now I've been on Instagram. It's pretty much the butthole of the of the internet. Come on, now. I
2: did not know there was anything you could not do. Me either. <laughs> All the the this week in Instagram, Nick, you be covering. I didn't know it was limitations.
1: Right. It's like Instagram's like, yeah, this site is dedicated to ball sacks. It's like, okay, yes, yes, it's just ball sacks and beads. That's what this. <laughs> this that's what this <laughs> one is and. You know, all we do is post the finest ball, sacks, and beads on this website, and then, you know, every once in a while, you find out, hey, um... Yeah, then
2: Rihanna show her nipples, and they're like, you banned. What?
1: Yeah, like, take this shit down. Don't nobody want to see your titties. And she was like, delicious um, titties. this
2: was on a, uh, 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 magazine. Come on, now.
1: You should be ashamed of yourself with them delicious brown breasts, all <laughs> greased up. Ah! What's wrong with you making me have these input thoughts? Um, A former Winnipegger who posted on Instagram a photo of herself breastfeeding. Oh, Lord, you know they don't like that. Is battling the social network site after it briefly shut down her account. Heather Bays, a maternity photographer who now lives in Toronto, has almost 2,000 pictures of the popular photo sharing service. Said her account was deactivated on Saturday evening right before Mother's Day. This is discrimination not only against mothers but against women. She told CBC News one day. It's against all of us, y'all. And she ain't showing a nipple. bae said it started with someone posted a negative comment on her selfie of her breastfeeding her 20 month old daughter. God, the internet is horrible. Mm-hmm. Dislike. <laughs> Thumbs down on your titties and your baby. It was people beautiful. Asses, assholes. It was beautiful. Lots of people appreciated it, but one person didn't. She said somebody wrote on there, not cool. It's funny, too, because honestly. Baby
2: sucking on titties is like the number one purpose of titties. That's the, honestly, that's the whole purpose of a titty. I don't right. think people understand that. Mm-hmm. Titties are there to produce milk, uh, for your baby to suck on. Right. Uh, every, anybody else sucking on them is sucking on them out of pure enjoyment. Right. Now, see, I'm, I can't turn off my
1: enjoyment mind either, but I don't blame that on the woman. No. Like, I try to be evolved and higher learning above this, but I can't lie. If I'm in a restaurant and a woman just pulls her titty out, I'm like, a titty? And then it's like, oh, to feed her baby. Okay, to feed her baby. Calm down. Those titties are not for play. Ah. Yeah, but but that's just the truth. And I think some mm-hmm. people can't handle that. And mm-hmm. they probably saw her, look, you got your dirty bits out. And it's like feeding my baby like I'm naturally supposed to do, motherfucker.
2: People are assholes. And it's just something about breastfeeding. And I'm like, God damn, you just an asshole you know, people don't don't breastfeed in public. You know, don't do this, don't do that. But it's one of thing is it is not to a woman. Breastfeeding is not goddamn sexual. There's nothing sexual about pulling your titty out and throwing it in a child's mouth. What's sexual about that to a woman at all?
1: Hours later, Bay said she received several emails from Instagram saying some of her pictures violated its terms of use, but she did not get answers right away from Instagram or Facebook, which owns the service, explaining the particular issue with the photographs. After she reached out to the social, to social media to plead her case and received support from other people, Instagram agreed to reactivate her account, but without about seven photo, with about seven photographs removed. So Instagram told her the reason was for breastfeeding, but rather child nudity because the photo showed Bae's young daughter topless. Now, come on. You know, if someone posted a picture of that baby with no shirt on, they wouldn't be like, Oh, obviously this is child porn
2: see that shit all the time
1: instagram maintains it's okay with breastfeeding photos but there are strict policies around nudity and partial nudity but i can see ball sacks now they're telling me that any photo that has a child even showing their torso is child pornography for them to say that to me was unbelievably insulting a facebook spokesperson declined to comment on Bay's case but told cbc news it generally allows photos of breastfeeding um well then why did you take her shit down in the first place Instagram's term of use states that users may not post nude or partially nude content. So uh, it says they do allow breastfeeding pictures on the Instagram Help Center article. The vast majority of these photos are compliant with our policies. The photos that show a fully exposed breast where the child isn't actively engaged in nursing aren't following our community guidelines. So there you go, man. Um, Guess the race of the lady who got involved in all of this in the beginning heather bays breastfeeding enthusiast liza tully white says michael ford oh my breastfeeding crusader equals white white La Leche member white posting pictures of breastfeeding white should have been banned because she plans to keep breastfeeding the child until age seven white oh my yeah at some point it is sexual okay when when the kid is 14 ah. When the kid when the kid actually comes home and puts on the bib of himself and says, Pull them titties out. No, that, when that that's
2: kid when he, that's can talking to you, mm-hmm. yeah. like you got teeth, it's time for you to stop. You can bite right. my
1: nipple. When, when he says where them titties at, that's when you know it's a wrap. It's,
2: it's yeah, it's time for you to drink milk from the cow, nigga.
1: The mother was raising the baby and not the grandmother, so white, the correct <laughs> oh, <laughs> son damn. Of a bitch,
2: you son of a bitch. The correct
1: answer is white. Everyone got it. All right, it's time for sword ratchetness so we can get out of here, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody knows the blackout tips. We hate sword people that own them because they're irresponsible. And we just want some better sword enforcement of the laws that we have on the books. Yes. Um, And I think everyone should be able to stand behind this cause. It's about the last thing you'd expect to see at a local sandwich shop. A man who walks in with a samurai sword. But as several employees at the Cape May County Eatery tell us, this scenario was no joke and they feared for their lives. I thought we were going to get killed, he said. He was going to slice all of us up, said Lynn DiBiase, an employee at American Deli on Bayshore Road in Lower Township. It all happened around 6 p.m. Monday evening when the 43-year-old Ryan Crump walked into the deli with a samurai sword and allegedly demanded that employees give back his cell phone. He told us he was gonna jump across the counter. That we better find his cell phone fast. He wasn't going anywhere until he got his cell phone, which none of us had or it had even seen. Ah. That's when you know you're crazy. That's the yes. sword talking. Uh, that's when Crump started swinging the sword at employees. Oh, everybody gets some, huh? Roar, shikamaru. He took it. Ah. He took it out like he thought it was a. He was a samurai master. He started pointing at everybody and swinging it around. He came pretty close to our faces and everything. Uh, man, minimum wage can't be worth this. No. Another inch or so, Mike wouldn't have an eye or a nose, said Valley. One of the guys ran out of there and got the cops on the phone just in time. Then a matter of moments, lower township police were on the scene. There were 10 cops here, all guns drawn. He tried, he even tried reaching for a knife in his pocket while he was lying outside. Crump was taken into custody and charged with three counts of aggravated assault along with terroristic threats and other weapons offenses. But fortunately, no one was injured. I'm thrilled that nobody got hurt. I'm thrilled Acosta did their job within 45 seconds, said D.B.I.C. And while police say the day, these employees still say the situation was terrifying. When you look down at the blade of a samurai, your whole life changes. I bet it does. Don't call this dude a samurai. I thought he was going to cut my face over, said Houseman. You never would think that someone would walk into a store with a samurai sword, said Valley. Oh, man. So, that's crazy, man. Uh Here's another one. Another reason for sword ownership laws. A victim of a home invasion almost lost a finger after a samurai sword was forcibly taken and used to slash her hand. That's so, right. She was like, I got a sword. Get out of here, home invaders. He said, give me your hand. I'll cut your pinky off. Haley Henderson suffered a severe wound on her pinky finger while defending herself against two men who entered her Cedar River home, Road home, Detective Sergeant Brian Cruz said. John Lovorn, accused of brandishing the sword against Henderson and a man in the residence, was charged with a specially aggravated burglary, a charge filed with serious bodily injury, is involved. A criminal ac- criminal attempt to commit burglary, burglary, theft of property, vandalism, and possession of a Schedule II drug he is being held on $685,000 bond. $685,000 bond. That's crazy. But finally, they take it serious. Very seriously. Troy Sales, who police said a company, on was charged with a specially aggravated burglary. He is being held on $200,000 bond. Henderson was taken to the Vanderbilt Medical Center. Terry Jordan, who was also at the residence, was stabbed in the buttocks with the sword during the incident. Wow. So this dude got stabbed in the ass trying to help her out. Ah, it's crazy, man. Not worth it. So anyway, guys, we'll be back Saturday with the feedback show. Justin should be back for Balls League Sports on Friday. So, uh, hopefully you guys will be on the lookout for that. Um, don't forget, uh, adamandeve.com code TBGWT. Get all your discounts, help out the show. It's a great way to hook us up. We appreciate everybody that takes time to do that. We do. Um until uh next week uh or Saturday for the feedback show. I love you. I love you too, baby.
3: Mwah.